So, here we are. The final episode of season one of Put Your Wellies On. Here we are. It's a, um, it's a crispy cold morning. Minus one. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful, beautiful blue skies. And we're on the South Downs. It's just Nessie and I. No dogs. No maple and inks. Um, and uh, we thought that we would go for a wander and discuss all the guests that we had on season one and talk about uh, some of the learnings and hopefully for any of those episodes you've missed it might provide an inspiration to go and listen to them um, and also food for thought for you guys to maybe dm us and tell us your thoughts on um, any of them in particular if to someone that you really were inspired by which ones you enjoyed most um yeah, we're we're look at, we're planning season two at the moment. So, any ideas for guests? Welcome. Um, so, I guess the the first sort of thing to to look at is kind of what sort of guests they all were. I mean, they were a pretty, in some ways, quite a diverse bunch, but also quite similar. A lot of female founders. Um, um, and I think also one of the things that came across uh, sort of very, from from all of them, was the, the juggle, wasn't it? Managing, managing a family and a business. Maybe that's because that's what we find so hard in our lives to manage. So that's what we gravitate towards and asking were- the questions about, because... You can go in any direction, right, with a discussion. Yeah. And there were some interesting, um, some interesting views on that, which maybe we'll get into a bit when we, when we, uh, when we delve into each person individually. Um, but, I, I mean, I think the other thing to say is, is how much we enjoyed doing it, like surprisingly so, because I think we were both quite apprehensive when... The idea was first floated, but it's been a real treat. You know, everything from well, it's brilliant, isn't it? It's a good excuse to go out on a walk. We love our, we love the countryside. It's everything that our business is about. Is you know the great outdoors. So you know everything about nature, and so yeah, it's great. You you, I always say to these people, I'd love to go for a coffee, and it never happens, and yet all of a sudden put work in the equation and you find the time. It's brilliant. Yeah, no, I mean, that was, that was great. We found some new nooks and crannies of various parts of the countryside, which was fun. Well, even this now, we're looking, I mean, oh my God, it's absolutely beautiful. We're looking down, we're in, on our way to Chichester. I don't know what the number of this road is where we stop, but the views... And we're looking down, it's quite iconic. It's my old school, St Michael's, Petworth. Um, you can see for miles across the South Downs, a little bit of mist. Um, so let's look, let's have a chat about, um, about the guests, shall we, Ness, when you finish taking pictures? Yes, 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 yes. Um, Got to keep walking. So, can I just also say it's ironic? It's cool. Put your wellies on, and we've both got our walking boots on, and it's probably the muddiest time of the year. Anyway, hence why we've chosen 
the top of the hill, so hopefully it's not too muddy. <laughs> squelch, squelch. Squelch, squelch. So guest number one. Kate Roham. Oh yes, lovely Kate. Um, so Kate right now, for a little update on Kate, um, is with her son Rupert. Um, One of her sons. In hospital, because Rupert's not very well. Um, well, has a condition that requires treatment. And um, I think footpaths over here but let's go and have a look um, and uh, they are there for two weeks but Kate bless her a probably can't survive without moving every day which I admire massively um, so and also just has this amazing ability to turn anything into a positive and a force for good so the two of them Rupert as much as he can, and Kate, no doubt, pretty much permanently. <laughs> the two of them are running up and down the stairs in the hospital for the duration of the two weeks that they're there. And they reckon, or Kate reckons, that over that period, they will have climbed the equivalent of Mont Blanc, which is just nuts. Rupert's um, only little. Rupert is only little. It's amazing. Absolutely brilliant. They've got a Just Giving page, so we'll attach that to, to this podcast. So if anyone wants to sponsor them, then that will be there. But Kate, Kate's energy and is just incredible. Yeah, her energy is off the charts I mean she uh, and, th- and and I think that's at the root of the entire business I mean it sort of seems obvious when you're doing stuff around fitness and movement but you know what's always impressed me is her ability to be so consistent and so accountable with the whole 6.30 in the morning thing you know that's a massive commitment and she was doing it when she only had two or three people turning up and she kept on and kept on and kept on and a bit like the way that Joe Wicks kind of made it a success of his thing it's just that determination and grit and consistency to keep plugging away at something that you believe in and you know eventually it's like Alan Watts says you know if you do something for long enough that you love, you become an expert at it and that that passion for it shines through and other people start to value that. So yeah, and I, and I think, you know, Kate also has a very clearly defined purpose behind what she's doing. You know, she wants to, she wants to improve women's experience of the menopause you know and stop it from being something that people suffer with in silence Um, which is not to mean that everyone wants to shout about it but at least that there are supports in place a set of resources and support and 
and understanding, crucially. Um, and I think, you know, that, for me, that was a really important lesson for us, that, you know, that you weave that real sense of purpose into what you do and you know that resonates with people yeah well being true to yourself isn't it about what you yeah to being being honest about who you are and what you do that's what I was going to say I think if I could take one thing away I mean I could take a zillion things away from Kate but if I was to take one thing away from her you know the persistence on her Instagram you know of real real life every day I mean it really, it really fights with me because I spend my life trying to not be on devices because of the family and the kids and it's just not where I want my family to be. I'm adamant that everyone isn't attached to a screen and I just feel like I'm being really hypocritical if I am on a screen. So I've really walked away from it. And I think it's just finding that balance of being really real but you know not being completely on it all the time it's really it's a really hard 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 balance there's a there's a challenge for us to not spend too much time on it but to be real to tell the real story because we aren't but and also you don't want to be I don't want to be putting my you know we're all about family and I don't think it's fair to put the kids on Instagram all the time. I mean, it's hilarious, that last post. You know, it's so real. It's so real. <laughs> and I, a few people spotted the realness of the picture. But that's fine. We're not perfect and we're not trying to be perfect. So I don't want to perceive that we are this perfect, wonderful family. But at the same time, I don't want to be putting our family out there so much that they feel that's all I do and I just think there's an element of that in our life and I don't want our kids to feel like that's what we do with them but at the same time we are a small family business you know and we are all about family so we have to show our family so it's just getting the right balance which Kate just does phenomenally well she just she's just on it all the time it's, it's amazing what she does anyway Shall we move on to the next person? I think we can do that. Who is number two? That was... I don't lovely, have a memory. I lovely can't Dominique. Hopeful London. Beautiful bags. Um, all made in the UK. And entirely UK sourced as well. So all the materials and manufacturing. And Dominique's story is quite raw in places um you know and yeah but and i don't think that's what the business is about it's just no, what the name is about but it's where the business it's where the business evolved name came from. from and dominique's had some pretty amazing news this year on that front so i won't intrude on her privacy but um i think you know she's certainly living the hopeful the hopeful idea well, she's ideal. just a really brilliant person, isn't she? So she's going to go far because she's just who she is. She's true to who she is and her product shows that. I mean, it's absolutely beautiful. And I think the other thing 
you know, throughout throughout uh, our chat with her, she kept referring to Liz, her partner, business partner. Um, and uh, I think, you know, what really came through is that, you know, when you hit hard times, it's, it's good to have someone to lean on, um, you know, and working with someone else removes a lot of that loneliness that you feel as a, as a kind of business leader, owner, entrepreneur, whatever you want to call it. Um, I do think, just to diverse slightly off the business partner part thing though, in some ways, you know, it's, it's hardcore working with someone because you've got to compromise, haven't you? You've got to, or, or do you, you have your own lanes, you have a very vision focused on who each one of you is and what you do. I don't know, I'm just thinking about us as a partnership and how hard it can be working together. Well, it's an extra dimension, isn't it? It's an extra layer that you have to manage a relationship, not necessarily a romantic relationship, but, you know, if you're running a business with somebody else, you have to manage that relationship. And in fact... Yeah, you've got to be really thoughtful of their of their their needs as well as your own needs. And, you know, that's quite hard. Well, a couple of people that we spoke to started out with with co-founders or business partners walked walked away exactly exactly that's you know it doesn't work for everyone as much as it can be a positive it's also seriously challenging yeah i think that's right um oh wow this is stunning we've just come out of the woods onto the downs and it is beautiful um so uh, Dominique, after Dominique, we, I think we did um, Alex Gorton, didn't we? Did we? Yeah, which was started off in a hilarious fashion. Oh my God, I really we, epically failed. I, we, I have to say it gave me a lesson on organisation skills, this one. Yeah, we turned up not, not expected at all. I didn't confirm it. So, we, so on the way I was phoning her and she wasn't answering and she, bless her, four little boys had gone out done the school run and was on her morning run once once got back before starting her day so we arrived to her husband who very sweetly was very welcoming and gave us coffees outside and it was amazing we were (laughs) we were lucky to to manage to get that one but when she got back from her run turned pivoted straight round and went for a walk with us and then within moments lost the dog her dog, not ours. <laughs> oh my God, it was so, it was bless her. Chaos. And him, because he then had to get involved and had to take even more time out of his day to try and find the dog whilst we just went off and left this missing dog. Anyway, anyway, that, that was sort of all happening behind the scenes on what was an amazing story of Alex's. So Alex is one that, that went separate way from... from uh, a business partner but in a lovely fashion they're still friends they still work together so you know there's there's a good lesson on how you can do it nicely it doesn't have to be an ugly divorce does it doesn't have to be ugly and, and also, i don't think it was a divorce actually that's really unfair no, it was yeah. it was it was a you know evolution 
of both of them. Well, I think they both. I think they both knew that there was room in the market for both of them. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, their 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 thing is is um, is selling clothes and accessories through what was initially a blog and then segued into social media as social media grew. So the, they were both journalists. Um, so properly in the fashion industry, Condé Nast background. Good way with words, good eyes, you know, lovely products, and and I think affordable. But proof as well that you know competition doesn't need to be scary, and actually, you know, you can have competitive collaboration and collaborative competitiveness. Totally. You know, and, and I think that's that's really important because it's really. It's well, I really, think that's what drives the industries, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It, 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 it Not certainly, that I'm encouraging. No, but it encourages innovation, doesn't yes. it? You know, yes, you have to. Exactly. You have to keep. You have to keep. Um, Look at all the pheasants. I know. Ate one of them last night. Oops, probably shouldn't say that. No. Um, uh, so you have to keep innovating, don't you, in order to, you know, it's evolve or die. And and I think you know, Alex. You need to keep walking faster. Having just made that confession. Yeah. Um, I think Alex's Alex's um, business is, is you know suffers all the challenges that any business of that nature would suffer stock and forecasting and all those kind of things. But you know, at its root, again, is is a passion. You know, she has a real passion for and a determination and a drive exactly like Kate she gets up every I mean she's just relentlessly brilliant at just being true to who she is and what her product is and where she's taking it and and you know and the evolution is really interesting you know starting bringing in her own brand as well as her other own people's. designs yeah um it's really interesting it's it's amazing what she's achieved and it'll be fascinating to see you know where all these people are even now, a few weeks, months further on, you know, how businesses develop, small businesses in particular, you know, where people branch out into, it's just brilliantly exciting. And also things move really fast, right? You know, you, you can... You've got to move with the times. You've got to move with the news, haven't you? You know, like she was saying, at one point she's just doing the tops because everyone's working at home. You know, that's not the case now. So you just have got to, and then, and then what sells, you, you respond to that, don't you? You respond to the demand. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, that's, that's it. Be nimble. Be nimble, Jack. Be nimble, Jack. Be quick. Jack Flash sat on a candlestick. <laughs> Jack, Jack. American pie. Um, so then after that, we went to see Jen Brown meet you at the bar. I mean. Amazing. Amazing, amazing. What energy. Fabulous um, vision. So her update, she had a tricky end to the year. So the, she hurt her back, I think. Which yeah, but, I mean, that hasn't stopped her. Well, it did slow her down. I don't think that's, that's a negative. I think, that's it was, not... I think it was pretty uncomfortable. Um, For sure. But you're right. You know, she, she kept the whole show on the road. Exactly. Um, so, you know, tricky times, but she's nailed it. Um, and and not, probably... I wouldn't expect anything different from her. She's just amazing. Her story is amazing. And I think the big, the big takeaway from that is the power of one piece of luck. And not to say that you don't make your own luck. Of course you do. I think, that's, I think we all know that. Yeah, but I, I think you're right. You do need luck in business. 
Um, but then you've got to have all the other points, and which a lot of people don't have. You, you know, but she's just got such quality to her. But um, Jen, if you've not heard that story, it's a, it's kind of amazing. She had a a fairly low key, I think, by her two own admission. Two classes a week was it? Um, or two classes uh, a day? Fitness class thing um, around around bar double R E. Um, you know, so ballet, as Ness says. She'd, she'd built this amazing studio in her garden. And had ladies coming to, to do bar classes there in person. And then the lockdown hit and she had to obviously... To, sorry, but, but back so, to the... So Jen obviously had to backtrack on the whole in-person thing. And, um, and into that did started to do her classes via Instagram, again, just for this small group of people that she'd been doing them for before. Um, and then out of nowhere comes an article in the Daily Mail in which she's rated as one of the top 10 lockdown workouts above Joe Wicks. Above um, David Beckham's personal trainer. Yeah, I mean, just crackers. And then Lesser. overnight... Lesser. Overnight, the whole thing just goes bananas. Um, I mean, we so we. I mean, we had a a taste of that, didn't we, Ness? With a few influencers selling, sharing our stuff on social media. Um, You know, but but again, it just shows. You know, you just got to keep. It's the same story, isn't it? You just got to keep going at what you're doing. You just got to. It's relentlessly hard work. It's so hard, but you just got to keep, keep going. I think and it does good. Good does come of everything if you truly believe in your roots of what you're doing and why you're doing it. Well, the really inspirational thing for me about that is, you know, lots of people really would have looked at would really have looked at that situation and gone too much. I can't. Well, I can't. No, I'm not talking about the after the the post. I'm talking about the point at which you know you've had to. You poured passion and energy into building that studio and then, you know, you've got your classes off the ground, you've got a nice group of people coming, you know, you feel like you're building something and then the rug is pulled out from underneath in a completely uncontrolled way. A yeah, lot of but people, that's, that's what you do as an entrepreneur, isn't it? But you a lot of people going. would just go, a lot of people just go, I can't do this anymore. I mean, I know, we know businesses that, you know, decided to just kind of, you know, give up in in uh, lockdown. In lockdown. Well, it's an opportunity to get out, isn't it? And thinking outside the box, you've always got to think outside the box. You've always got to be think differently. How can I make this a good situation? You know, that's exactly what we did, wasn't it? We was like, right, what's our brand purpose? Okay, the sales are going to flop. Well, we were lucky they didn't. It was an amazing year for us, but that's not how we thought it was going to be. Hence why we did our live Instagram classes and absolutely love doing that, bringing Daisy into the mix. Um, um, yeah, and those pivots are good. So probably a good opportunity to bring in our walk with Molly Marn. So Thank Molly, Molly, yeah, Molly, that was amazing. Walk. We loved it. Molly absolutely recognised that you know exactly the problem that people had, and and you know it's quite easy to forget now, you know at a certain distance from yeah, the, those pandemic days. 
you know, you, you had, everyone was at home, couldn't go anywhere, you couldn't do anything, you could only go for a walk with one person. Yeah. You know, it was really full on. Yeah. And, and, you know, just as your art classes were a lifeline for people, you know, I think Molly recognised that with what she was doing and she took block printing to the masses. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, just getting in front of of a phone and live streaming her and I think she, Orlando, wasn't it? Her boy, they were cutting out potatoes and printing onto bits of fabric, pillowcases, napkins, tablecloths. And they turned it into a kit, just like we've turned people being able to put their own artwork onto products. Got some amazing people still, you know, doing their artwork and putting it onto our website, haven't we? Yeah. And Molly's done exactly the same with her... Amazing little block printing kits that you can buy on her website. And so colourful as well. Just... And, and sharing the skills. Yeah. I mean, sharing I think that's... That, you know, yet, yet what came from being very much something that she did out in India and being authentic to, to them, to their roots, she's managed to tie it into, you know, something that you can do from home. Really clever, really clever. But, you know, there were lots of interesting stories she bought for the table, her book that she's doing, done. She's got the Creative Academy, the classes now that are kind of officially online on Creative Academy. Just the workshops, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so you can you can do all her. Cl- There's a whole set of block printing classes and a, like a, a real insight into her creativity and passion. Yeah. Finding out about her mentor, which we can you have to listen to the podcast to find out who that is, but. Yeah. pretty heavyweight and pretty interesting how yeah. that came about again really just right place right time right person right attitude all those kind of things that yeah. brought her that um and in amongst it all you know she's um she's a cancer survivor which is just also yeah. you know so kind of boggles that. boggles my mind people okay. who can pull all of that together yeah so, you know, she's one amazing lady and worth checking out if you yeah. haven't already listened yeah, definitely. to that one. Um, and they are a husband and wife team, Molly and Rollo. Yeah, we, always, we haven't talked about Paul Rollo. Who I always want to call Molo and Rolly. So I managed to get it right that time, Molly and Rollo. <laughs> and, and, you know, quite similar to the way that we operate. I think, you know, Rollo... Does the operation. ...is... Yeah. generally in the background yeah. um, he doesn't get roped into a podcast um, and, he uh, was there at the beginning yeah he was yeah um, so another husband and wife team on our list was uh, lovely Ben and Sarah St Bert's, now we only went for a walk with Sarah but Again. we did get we did get quite stuck in on that one into the whole kind of you know how it is to run a business with your partner. Um, not a word I like, but, you know, husband, wife, other half, enamorado, whatever you want to call it. So, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's definitely worth a listen, that one. And also worth checking out. Um, actually, it's not just sort of, I was going to say, for, for 
slobbing around wear, but it's not really not just that. They've got some very cool sparkly stuff for parties. Yeah, and, and interesting things. to hear how these businesses, you know, came about. I mean, her story, is just, the way the conversation went, I just found it really fascinating to see, you know, the design side of it, how it works, you know, with the manufacturing. I think it's just a really interesting story for anyone that, you know, might want to set up a business or just be inspired to listen to other people's businesses. I think, you know, it's fascinating, you know, and how you grow a business and where it comes from. And actually on the subject of energy, Sarah also has a a law recruitment business as well. So in amongst, you know, running what is quite a a serious business in St Bert's, she's also got, you know, this other thing in in a really high-powered world as well yeah. I mean amazing amazing, amazing. Um, so we're almost so we've done Molly Alex I mean Tess Nessie Jen on, on who else who else there is to do yeah oh god don't test my memory how about Turkey Tom okay what Pigeon Man <laughs> oh you got there first <laughs> yeah yeah, the, yeah. The well enough people enough people DM'd me about that, taking the piss out of me. So I, I, I'm glad that I entertained everyone. The with, infamous with the pigeon. pigeon moment. I'd like to say I, I did know it was a pigeon. Anyway, I know I sounded like I didn't, but that's fine too. It I'm wasn't glad. a pigeon. It was a pile of feathers. Um, um, so yeah, Tom, Turkey Tom. Great story. Amazing. I mean, it's quite a responsibility, isn't it, to take on your father's business? Well, and your grandfather's business. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, it's he's a family, third generation. You know, I wonder whether we'll do that with our business, with our kids. Yeah, and Jack's just worked for us for two months. And I have to say, I bloody loved having his brain in the business. It was amazing. Will he take on the business? Probably not. I just think that's a huge responsibility for anyone. But Tom's taken it on, and he's definitely got pressure on his newborn, Tom, to Yeah, another take Tom. On. Well, he had to create another Tom as well. Yeah, that's and he's the done thing. that. So, so that, that'll be the fourth Tom. But um, Where will it be when his little Tom, I know there'll be evolution, those little turkey old coops, him talking about those turning into coffee shops, I wonder whether that will turn into a massive entrepreneurial business or whether that's just an idea now that's just bubbling away at the surface. Um, and the, star, the real stars of that show were definitely the turkeys. They provided a background soundtrack for the entire thing didn't they? but that's Gosh, because of the time of, of year the understand you know the business it, you know the location of the business with henley is also a huge part of their business isn't it yeah but i mean that is i mean what i found sort of really striking about that is you are literally growing a business every year yeah you know from the logistics though for now horrific. you know when they take those pulps at six at you know at six they've got to look after them for six months and they take them in june and then they've got to get them through to christmas and put all the logistics around that they've got to process them sorry for any vegans listening they they have to process them i'm using euphemistic terms i'm sorry um but but and there's a whole logistical operation around that they literally have to pull in 300 staff um just to do that operation it's like it's like building a small business every year for a couple of months it's 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 really full-on yeah it's really slick as well though but that's the thing isn't it operations just getting them so slick that actually it's not a big thing it is a big thing of course it is but you know and balancing it out to try and 
find those other things that you can do in the quiet months so that actually you're working at that philosophy all the way through. Um, so yeah, they. I mean, it was it was that was a really fascinating, fascinating one. I really enjoyed that. I'm our token boy. And our token boy. Gosh, I hadn't really thought about it. Yes. So introducing the boys into our podcast. Thank you, Tom, because we'd like to do more defo. Um, I think let's take the low road. Okay. Um, so uh, two more to go. Can you remember either of them, Ness? Yep. The last two. Yeah. Jeanette was the last one, wasn't she? Yeah. And Natasha was the one before that. So yeah. should we talk Natasha? Well, that what one hell of a lady. Wowzos. I was terrified before as we drove up to her house. I was so scared and she couldn't have been more kind to give us the time. I mean, it was just brilliant. And what, what an incredible lady. Um, and I think, yeah, and I remember saying to her that this would be the least professional broadcasting experience of her life. And so it turned out when I managed to break the recording about <laughs> five minutes in, which is the only time I've done that. I turned the whole recorder off while I was trying to lock the keys. So, yeah, that was, um, that was not great. Uh, but um, behind the scenes aside, um, it was just a really fascinating insight into... Somebody she's who turned some, a name that's so famous into something so positive. Well, I just think you know, doing so she much was, for others. She has she she recognised that she had a platform, and she, you know, went out to use that platform to um, to do great things. And you know, the the yeah. the Holocaust project, the Holocaust Memorial Trust, is unbelievably important. You know, capturing. We're um, we're sort of coming up to to um, eighty odd years past the end of World War Two, and and you know those voices are disappearing, and you, I think making sure that all of that stuff is is captured and all of that horror is recorded, so that people are able to understand what went on and try to process it. Is, is just such important work. And then the Letters from Lockdown is yeah, another amazing project. It, but that's, it also sort of ties in so nicely, doesn't it? So, as her voice, I guess, isn't it? It's what she's so brilliant at. Well, it's, it's so prime, lovely to bring the kids involved in lockdown as well. It's a, it's a, it, it will, I think, wind up being seen as something, you know, reasonably significant because it's a, it's a primary... It's going to be a primary source of of uh, of the lockdown, you know, historical source because it's, you know, there's presidents and politicians and pop stars and and all sorts, and and I think you know that's that's kind of that's going to be important in a few years' time, or even in ten years' time or fifteen years' time, you know, recording that pandemic, those pandemic voices. Because yeah. it was it was a funny time. Well, it's history, isn't it? Definitely um, a mark of. So yes, so a big thank you to Natasha, who also has given us some great ideas for this year. For uh, yeah, how we go, how we go about giving back as well. Because um, it's we do it, we do it, but we just do it a bit too quietly. 
you know, with our charity Christmas cards for Alzheimer's. Well, I don't think it's about shouting about it, is no, it? But no, no, I'm it's... not saying that, but we, but we need to do it more. Yeah. So we, are, we have got some really exciting ideas in the, in the pipeline to what we're going to do this year. And we can't wait to share that with you. So watch this space. So thanks, Natasha. Amazing. And then finally, the amazing Jeanette, Oak and Rope. Um, if you have never checked out what they do. What's, um, her, what's her strap line? Uh, we make things we wish existed. Yeah, exactly. It's just brilliant. Her stuff is so beautiful. All made out of um, oak and rope, unsurprisingly. Um, and just just simple and stunning, everything from things to hold your Nespresso capsules to a thing to remind you that the dog's been walked and fed. Um, her iconic product is, is the uh, wooden swing. Um, Which we bought from her after Daisy was born. It's the most treasured possession we have, isn't it? Yeah, we've, it's beautiful. It has all four children's names engraved on the back, and it's still... Our favourite position for any family photograph. Yeah, it's great, because any time anyone gets on a swing, they, uh, they kind of forget all the other bits, don't they? They're concentrating on yeah. swooshing through the air, and yeah. it's just, they're just good toys. Um, and and, and for... interesting talking to her about copycats, her view on that. That was really interesting because it's something that we've struggled with. So it's nice to hear someone else's take on it. And I think her words were absolutely spot on, you know, on how to cope with that. I think, you know, definitely worth a listen to yeah, hear I mean, that view. What, I don't think we need to no, delve but, into but it because I, I, I think, think it's a bit too negative. But if but you want to hear it. What's important about that is is she has suffered the very worst side of that you know the most egregious side which is her entire business being copied you know there are other businesses who've who've sprung up you know with almost identical names to her doing just and just copying her products day in day out um so it's yeah i mean that's it's she Worth but, a listen. but she has some really um some really kind of sensible down-to-earth views on it so it's worth if you've ever worried about that sort of stuff it's worth listening to um so that was it that was season one um, so i think take on it for run, run it, running our business is just keep on podcasting i love listening to other people's stories it's absolutely fascinating and gives you such a good insight into what we're doing true to who we are put your wellies on i mean that's absolutely us isn't it out in the nature yeah and i think um for me determination ambition and authenticity those are the three things that um that really came across for me just keeping it real keeping it real baby so if you've got any um, people that you think we would, we would benefit from walking with or if you yourself think that you would benefit from walking with us, then we would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from you anyway because um, it's lovely to hear everyone's feedback. So thank you to everyone who has given their feedback and please do continue to and subscribe to us. Um, and uh, yeah, here's to the next series of Put Your Wellies On. 
and we will see you later. Thanks, guys.